0: Now, I don't say this often. I don't say this often. Now, I don't say this often. He's going to be a wild card in the league. Welcome back to the Wild Cards podcast. Uh, We're back again. What is this? Like four weeks in a row. We're on a roll. I don't see us stopping anytime. On a streak, baby. On a streak, baby. My name is Coleman Madlin. I'm joined here today, as always, with my good friends and fellow co-hosts. Joshua Sykes and Brandon Hartke. Do you guys want to just hop right in like what we usually do?
1: Yeah,
2: I mean,
0: why not? Let's do it. Brennan, lead us off on this outstanding news of Harry Rozier finding a new home.
2: Terry Rozier, Celtics legend, was uh, traded to the Heat in exchange for Kyle Lowry in a 2027 first round pro- protected pick. So um, I like this trade for the Heat. I think Terry Rozier is a great piece um, starting or coming off the bench because I don't know like what the rotation will be, but I think this definitely he tar- helps. He started a night this definitely yeah. helps the heat then this this helps the heat with their playoff um hopes because like last year you know they were a playing team that then happened to beat the number one seed and made it all the way to the finals but they did lose like key pieces so I think this is good and then how Kyle, Kyle Lowry I mean with the hornets um he you know his veteran presence will definitely be welcome there but um He's not going to, like, teach LaMelo Ball, like, things, you know, because LaMelo Ball is already good. Like, most veterans go in there to, like, teach. But I think they'll just respect his presence, and um, hopefully that 2027 20, first-round pick turns out to be a good one. But what do you think about it, Coleman?
0: Uh, you know, I, I agree with what you said. Um, I would say that LaMelo could still use some mentoring, but that's on a side piece. I, I think that Kyle Lowry, you know, obviously, in it, probably his worst season of his career, um, He's 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 pretty old now. Um, he still he can still be effective, um, but you know he's averaging what eight and four or something like that on the Heat. Uh, I think that the Heat once again fleeced another team. That's what I got to say about it. Yeah. All right. Do yeah, you I guys mean, move on? Oh, sorry. Keep yeah. going. Oh, you no, no. Go. I
1: was just, I was just gonna say that the Heat can do a lot with very little. So like they don't really need that first round pick if it ends up not coming back to them, protected wise. Sure. Uh, I feel like they can just find a hidden gem like they have the last few years, or like Duncan Robinson, uh, Gabe Vincent. Caleb Martin? Yeah, Caleb Martin. That's who I was thinking. I knew it was, I knew it was sorry with the M his last name, but yeah, sure. those three just off the top of my head. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right guys, let's move on. Uh uh Josh, you want to talk about some major performances this week in the NBA?
1: Yeah, we uh of course we talked about the crazy performances in college basketball last week. This week uh different because it's an NBA, but still a crazy week for basketball and uh sports fans alike. Uh, Major performances by Joel Embiid on the 76ers dropped 70. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, 62 uh, in a loss. Very asterisk on that one. Uh, (laughs) Does it really matter if you score that many points if your team doesn't win? No,
0: sir. I'll
1: let Coleman get into that in a minute. Nope, nope, nope. And then Devin Booker had 52 points in three quarters, which if if he keeps on that pace and wasn't taken out of the game, he would have had 70 as well. Just want to put that out there. But, yeah, some crazy performances. By uh, two UK guys and some other dude named Joel Embiid, but yeah, Coleman, you want to talk about the Timberwolves' loss?
0: Sure, sure. Just some other guy, Joel Embiid. <laughs> I'll just I'll get into it. I mean, the man's averaging what, thirty six points or something? No, thirty five per game. I mean, Same. he's he's on a tear right now. Uh, you can talk about free throw, all, all free throws, all you want, but you know, at the end of the day, that's what he's averaging. Uh, so yeah, the Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> losing when Cat has sixty two. Uh, the only time i can think of another time uh or the only time i could think of a team losing when their player drops above 60 in recent memory i mean maybe i'm forgetting something obvious um because i'm pretty sure donovan mitchell won when they dropped 70 or when he dropped 70. uh it was devin booker when they lost against the celtics uh when he dropped 70. uh was young, that the last time
1: yeah young devin booker by the way just learned by now. yeah
0: yep. Yeah, no you're right 100 percent right devin booker was young um right i mean yeah cat uh, took cat this long to drop 62. Well, his high, career high was 60, but last year, and then he dropped 62 again. They're from the same draft class. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that Minnesota Timberwolves have an immaturity problem. Um, it doesn't matter that Anthony Edwards, uh, one of the you know premier rising stars in the NBA, is 22 years old. It doesn't matter that uh, they have another outstanding young player, uh, defensive player, and um, Jaden McDaniels, who you know hasn't made that offensive jump, and Nasri going into his fifth year. Um, you know, and probably he, he's probably the only exception, really. I mean, he's been having a great past couple two three years with the, with the Minnesota Timberwolves um, great player for them but besides that the Timberwolves do have a mature immaturity problem uh, and I think that starts with the leadership um, of of Carl Anthony Towns I, I would say that he's a little immature for his age for how long he's been in the league and I don't think that is going to be something that's going to be fixed ever unfortunately uh, it just comes with him uh, I still think he's a great player but yeah I I'd say that the Timberwolves in this stretch that they've you know started to fall behind in the West I think they're second now in the West To the thunder by like half a game uh they're going back and forth depending on who plays games at which which time they're kind of alternating between one and two at the end of the day during this stretch of of, uh downtime for the for the timberwolves they need to find a way to get back to winning basketball what they're playing at the first quarter of the season that's my take
1: all right brandon you want to say anything
2: um no i mean i think it's definitely a good game from beat i mean it's definitely might two-time MVP maybe if he keeps up his streak right now and uh Cat I, I like I like what Coleman said about un- immature I think the Timberwolves team although they are in first place they do need somewhat of like a reality check because they are like a young team like the Thunder but if you look at like the way the Thunder hold themselves accountable and everything I think if the Timberwolves start doing that it'd be better for them and um D book 52 points in three quarters I mean it's very good um
0: almost unheard of but that's just my thought sure and and it's crazy to say that the oldest player on the on the thunder i'm pretty sure he's 31 it's, is it David davis Bertons i'm Bertons. pretty sure yeah i'm pretty sure he's yeah. 31 and he's the oldest player so they have been able to do such such great things um in the nba without um you know a role player uh the minnesota timberwolves have mike conley but you know i guess i guess it's not needed uh but we'll see we'll see going forward into the playoffs uh, Brandon, do you want to talk about the Adrian Griffin situation in the Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah, so
2: the Bucks fired Adrian Griffin there, you know, used to be head coach. And there's some speculation going around that he didn't like Giannis's brother, um, Thinassus. And um there's also this other thing that Coleman sent me, something about like his grandchild. I don't really know much about it, so I'm not gonna talk about it. Sure. And then um, I can elaborate I say, if you want. Yeah. I, yeah, I, if I, Coleman could talk about it. I don't really know much about sure. it.
0: Sure, and but I, uh, I hate to speculate, and I hate to do because it's unconfirmed. So I want everyone to take this with a grain of salt. But I, there was a few news stories out about Adrian Griffin's grandson um, who had an accident, which was tragic, and I, I don't want to go into the details. But basically, there was some speculation that it could have something to do with that. There was some speculation it could have something to do with, with Giannis and you know his brother Thanasis, probably the worst player in the NBA and uh those were probably two of the main theories conspiracy theories i mean if, if you're if a player like giannis doesn't like someone like a coach uh, it's hard to keep him if he if he's if it's it's giannis man i mean you, you have to you have to do what he wants do what he wants um but yeah that's that's kind of what was about the the whole speculation there
2: okay thank you and then after they fired their coach they hired uh doc rivers who was used to be a clippers coach used to be the 76ers coach he's been all over the place now um, I don't hate the hire. The only thing is, is he can't win when it matters, like in the playoffs. I think he has like the most game seven, like series losses. I saw like a weird stat that he, you know, I mean, I think he's a great coach, but I like it for the Bucks. but Josh had said otherwise. Yeah. I, 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 find that.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't like the hire. I mean, like you said, he can't win when it matters and the Bucks are in that win now mode, especially with Dame. I mean, not so much with Giannis. Giannis is not that old, but like, Dame, getting up there, came to, buck, came to the Bucks to win a championship. Doc Rivers is not the guy to win a championship. I mean, the only championship he won was with the Celtics, and that was with three Hall of Famers. I mean, you don't have three Hall of Famers on that team, unless you count Chris Middleton, which I don't know if he'd be a Hall of Famer or not. But, like, you had three certified ballers with the Celtics. Then you go to, and he wins one. Or, yeah, I think he just won one. And then he, uh, then he goes... We'll just skip to his Clipper days. He had... Uh, wasn't he there with Blake Griffin and all them? He was there with yeah, Blake Griffin. Yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah. And then he was there with Paul George and Kawhi. Uh, great talent. I mean, just did not win whatsoever. Nothing. And then he went to uh, the 76ers with Joel. Uh, what can I say? He's had a lot of talent and had done daily squat with it. Like, it's just... It's bad. I don't think he'll do anything different with the Milwaukee Bucks. I think it'll come down to a uh, second-round exit for the Milwaukee Bucks. Them coaching,
2: sure. Thank you. Um, let's see. Moving on. I think Coleman will talk about what the Wizards move they just made today. Um, Coleman.
0: Sure. Yeah. So, um, today, earlier today, uh, the Wizards decided to. Uh, whole well, we don't know what the what the what the game plan was if it was a mutual decision or not but west and Unseld, uh the wizards head coach moves into a front office role um breaking news uh the new interim head coach is brian keith who is the assistant you know the top assistant making a lot of the a lot of the decisions uh the wizards are going to look for a new head coach obviously but i think they're going to stick with o'keefe until the off season, until the you know before they do the extensive search uh i mean i i can't see Adrian Griffin going. I just don't see it. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't I don't think Adrian Griffin will get that job. I mean, guys, the Wizards are a team that like, they're they're so in shambles that they're talking about moving the franchise to, you know, Northern Virginia. I don't know if that's like a I mean, sure, it's an NBA head coaching position, but it's one that's kind of in jeopardy. Their uh, GM hasn't been doing any any favors for them recently, in my opinion. I I don't think that the (laughs) I don't think that the Jordan Poole move was was the best Uh, and then you know they had to reroute uh, Chris Paul to the to the Warriors after from the Suns and they got rid of Bradley Beal so there's been a lot of questionable you know decisions and sure they've gotten some draft picks uh, but this isn't like a top position for coaches I'd say just like players in free agency I don't think the greatest minds are um, contemplating going to the greatest coaching minds are contemplating going to um, Washington that's just my I think. Do you guys know of any fits you think think might fit? Uh, think. Do you guys know of any coaches that you think might fit into this uh, Washington Wizards system?
2: Yeah, I
1: actually have two. And these are going to be a little surprising. Okay. Okay. So I have uh, my head coach from high school. He, okay. I think he'd be a great fit. And then secondly, I think, oh, actually I actually have three. And then the second one would be like Brad Calipari, which is an assistant coach for that's Vanderbilt not, right e- now. That's
0: not even a, I mean, like, uh, he's not going to get the job. But then, I I legitimately think he'd do a better job than than Wes, than Wes Enseld or um, Brian Keith. That's that's my
1: And then the third one would uh, be us three, like we just take it sure. over together. Yeah. Like as the wild card. Like okay, Josh, the, here
0: we go. You get Monday, Tuesdays. I'll get Wednesday, Thursdays. Brandon gets Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think we sure. could definitely make that work too.
0: Like i do not showing it could, up the other day. Any
1: worse? I don't yeah. think it could get any worse. So I think we'll be all
0: right. For sure. No.
1: And we'll take the minimum. We don't even have to have that much money, just a min.
0: Yeah, just a couple mil each. I mean, we're not asking for much. Really, I mean, so Washington Wizards GM, I don't remember your first name. I, I think your last name is Blood Winger or something. I, I don't remember what the first name is. It really
1: name. doesn't matter. You, you're not going to be
0: the GM in a few years anyway, so you're. it doesn't really matter. But please give yeah, us a contract we, while you're still there.
1: I mean, we could pretty much just be like a Bill Belichick. We could be like the GM and the coach.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, I, I, I 100% out. agree. All right, moving on uh brandon do you want to talk about your guy jim harbaugh yeah jim harbaugh michigan guild
2: um just signed i believe it was wednesday a deal with the chargers for the next five years um they don't have like any details about the money but i imagine it's a lot because michigan was willing to make him like the highest paid college coach of all time and so i mean Leaving for the NFL, obviously, you're going to make more money. I think this is a great hire by the Chargers because of all the pieces that they have and, like, what Jim Harbaugh, like, brings to them. Because he, he was a Chargers quarterback at one point. He knows the organization. I think this is, like, a great fit. Um, cause He'll, like, change their whole thing. Like, how Dan Campbell, like, came in and changed, like, their whole motto. He'll, like, turn that around. The only downside is, I mean, you have to play the Chiefs twice a year, and the AFC is stacked with great talent. But I think if he can fix their cap space problems and, you know, sign some good players, I think the Chargers will be a good team in the next two to three years.
0: For sure. Josh, any thoughts on that?
1: You know, I never really thought about it till just right now, but, like, how many Michigan, like, players that are free agents would want to go to the Chargers just because they want to play for Jim Harbaugh again.
0: Do you really think that a coach has that much pull? I don't know. That's what I'm asking, though. Like, I, could you, I, like, you see him that when he played for him? We didn't even see that much with Belichick. I mean, we saw some, but we didn't even see, like, a mass amount. Of, I, I know culture has changed, um, and maybe, I mean, I wouldn't yeah, say Jim I think
1: Hall. it's a big difference, though. Like, L.A. Know, versus think,
0: Massachusetts.
1: Well, not even that. It's just, like, different personalities as well, but, like, I don't think bill was that big of a recruiter in college let's be real sure but it was like jim he he's a character i mean i think people like him i mean i don't dislike him but i don't really care for him but like i don't know him personally but people go play for him all the time in college so like does he have that same recruiting pitch to the free agents that went to michigan you know what i'm saying
0: i think the field's different you can't really. it's not recruiting it's money mostly which well, yeah Let's be real. it's kind of getting to that same thing in college <laughs> yeah, but but you know it's it's definitely a different different market there's a cap space and there's no cap space right. in the the cap space in the in the college world is just how much bread the university has um so it, yeah. it is a different environment but i would not i wouldn't like dismiss the idea that players would want to go play for john for sorry for jim harbaugh um and hopefully at some point we'll get a ravens uh ravens and chargers afc championship uh, you know
1: yeah hopefully the lights don't go off this time
0: sure yeah uh arba bowl i mean we could see another 49ers ravens uh but we'll talk about that later in our in our nfc uh afc uh predictions but for
1: uh, now,
2: i'll go ahead sorry
0: i was gonna say uh but for now uh brandon do you want to go back and talk about the uh the falcons and and what their plans are for their head coach position
2: uh, sure, man. Um, the Falcons, they're playing as of today, Thursday. They just hired the Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris to be their new head coach, which I don't hate. Uh, because that team does have good defensive players, I just wish they would have got like an offensive minded guy because I love like all their offensive pieces. And the Panthers hired Bucks, former Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales. And I saw that, like, he has ties to the Panthers' new GM, whose name I don't know off the top of my head. But that's, like, how, you know, he got that job. Because I honestly, like, hadn't heard of this guy, like, in the coaching pool. Like, I've heard of Raheem Morris. But I didn't know this guy was up for a head coaching job. So this one kind of surprised me. But I heard, like, you know, what he did with Baker this year was, like, you know, unexpected. Like, many people, like, thought Baker Mayfield wouldn't be that good. And, you know, he changed you know my opinion about baker mayfield and he carried the bucks to the divisional round where they did lose but, i mean i think this is a good signing hopefully
0: it can turn bryce young's future around but i don't know for sure my 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 take on this is that i thought that uh, you know to give credit to dave canales well i thought that baker mayfield would have turned out how Derek Carr kind of turned out this year. I, th- I thought that was going to be kind of a similar situation. Um, and to their credit, they, with their defense, um, you know, their linebacker, I mean, their, de- their defense was pretty stacked, let's be real. A lot of those guys are up for free agency, but um, they did a good job, especially on the offensive end, especially with Baker Mayfield. I don't know how much you can accredit that to um, the OC, um, but at the end of the day, their offense got them to the playoffs and, and won a game, so y- you can't hate on that. And on the other side of it, the Falcons hiring... A defensive-minded coach. I, I agree with you, Brennan. I don't like that, especially with how, um, especially with how the the Falcons uh, fan base just despises how their offensive weapons are being used. Drake London, you know, uh, the it it just it's just ridiculous. Um, so as long as the Falcons can get that figured out, if if Raheem Morris can get the, their defense figured out. Uh, then I think we're looking at a pretty good team in a division that's not very competitive. So I think you have to, you have to keep an eye on the uh, on the Falcons there.
2: Yeah,
1: I was just gonna say something about like the Bucks' offense coordinator. I think he's a great dude. Uh, definitely better than offense coordinator that we've had in the past. Uh, he actually can. Lear- he actually learned how to uh, advance the ball with running it. Like we didn't have that. And uh, <laughs> your your point about Baker, yeah, a lot of people wrote Baker off, but he didn't write back though. All right, and uh, Zinny Baker coming back for season two, which I mean, honestly, you say that he carried him, but like that team was
2: already good.
1: I mean, that's pretty much the team that they won the Super Bowl with.
0: But who said they carried uh, him? Did I say they carried him. He's he
2: carried no,
1: Brandon. Did no, Brandon I meant
2: carried, carried. I meant like their offensive coordinator. But
1: well, I thought you meant Baker, but like the no, team did a good job. But like, I mean, he's no Tom Brady. Let's just put it that way. But I think Baker proved himself this year that he can actually be a caliber of a player with people around him. Yeah.
0: He's definitely I mean, like he a, had... a a solid B tier quarterback, I'd say.
1: Yeah, I think he's top fifteen or top
0: yeah, I think top fifteen. Top top 12, twelve, I'd say. Yeah. That's oh yeah.
1: I'm... He'd be up there, but I'm saying like he's in the top fifteen.
0: Sure, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, uh moving on, we're gonna uh there's still two head coaching spots open left. Uh Seattle and the commanders. Uh some big names out there. Bill Belichick, uh Mike Vrabel, uh Pete Carroll, he's in the front office of the Seahawks.
2: Right? Yeah, he so not? he's
0: not he's not I don't see him taking a head coaching position. He's too Yeah, it.
2: I um I just saw that he was like forcing like he wanted to coach the Chargers, so that's why the Chargers forced Jim Harbaugh to like sign with them.
0: Gotcha.
2: Because um Pete Carroll was like asking for that job.
1: So yeah. between the two, so like Seahawks commanders and then you have Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel. I don't know if Mike Vrabel will even take a coaching job this year, to be honest, because he's still getting paid by the Titans. Yeah, he's still under contract, so I don't That's know like why he would. Year. Yeah, and then uh, Bill, which one fits him better? Uh, I don't. I don't think anybody really wants to touch that commander's job,
2: for sure. But also,
1: I don't know if he does. I don't. I don't think it fits Bill's personality though, with especially with the owners like Magic Johnson and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like. Bill's more of a hard knocks, hard nose, get the job done. We're not doing all this political bullcrap with meeting people, shaking hands, stuff like that. And Magic Johnson's kind of that guy that he he wants to be more of a meet and greet kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah, kind of saying? for sure. Yeah. So I think the Seahawks have worked out of those two positions. But, I mean, coaching the team that you beat in the Super Bowl is kind of weird, but whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really see Bill Belichick landing with either of those two. Either of those two teams. Either. Um, I, I could be wrong, of course, things up, you know, always change. It was kind of insane though, um, to see that the Falcons didn't get that. Yeah. That makes me think that Bill Belichick didn't want it. That's that's really what made me think. I I mean, why would you yeah, hire you two him? interviews? Why would you hire I know, but why would you hire Raheem Morris? I mean, I don't know how you have more confidence in Raheem Morris than than the GOAT coach. Um but I don't know. Some I mean, I'm not in the inner workings, obviously. None of us are. Maybe Brandon is. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't asked him. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, I don't see how they didn't get the job done. And I think a lot of Falcons fans are upset right now. But I think we should move on to the NBA and the All Star um, starters. You know, where they were released today on TNT. Uh, Brandon, do you want to go over those?
2: Yeah. So um, LeBron and Giannis are both the captains. So LeBron is the captain of the West side, and this is going to be his 20th All Star appearance. I think it's an NBA record. that I saw. But so the west side starters, it's SGA and Luka at the guards, uh, LeBron and Durant at the forwards and then Jokic at the five, the center. And then Giannis is the captain of the east, which I don't know what the captains do. I guess they just like represent the team. Yeah, because they changed the format this year. It's not drafting, it's just East versus West, but yeah. Giannis, I guess he had the most votes out of the people in the Eastern Conference, and it's Tyrese Halliburton and Damian Lillard at the guard, Giannis and Tatum at the forward, and then Joel Embiid at the center. Um, All right. That's the East starters. I'm not going to go through the reserves, but mm, I don't know. I don't know which team's better, because I like the East versus West format better than the draft team. I, I like that. the OG yeah. style. Um, I definitely but, think
0: that the West has a better lineup.
1: I wish they'd go back to wearing the jerseys like they used to. Like, you know, one team would wear their away sure. uniforms and the other team would wear their homes.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I like that. Yeah. But I, back to, the, back to the, the quality of the teams, which, I mean, if you had to pick one, who, who do you guys think is going to win? Just based off the starters. If the starters had to play 48 fresh minutes, who would win?
1: Uh, I, I would pick... The west off talent but lebron's not playing 48 minutes so oh,
0: i'd probably yeah, give it to sure. the east at that point <laughs> yeah lebron's probably going to sit out let's be real
1: i don't i don't get why lebron is, i mean i get it's voting but at the same time they're so like lebron is not that good especially well, I mean, right now
0: obviously the, the or if, if you didn't know the nba draft um for those of you listening uh or not the nba draft the nba all-star for those of you listening um selections are chosen by 50 percent of the 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 weight goes to fan voting 25 of the remaining 50 goes to uh players or people in the league and then the other 25 um last 25 goes to beat writers the same type of people who vote for DPOY and other awards like that um so that's how that goes and i think that honestly at this point with the, the culture um nba culture i think we do a lot of emphasis on the fan voting and i get that that's important i don't know how from like a pr standpoint you can make it look good to make that percent less um, obviously, the fans need to have a say, or at least I think. I mean, let's. The NBA is the only league that does that. It, am I right? Um, or the, obviously, the main uh, league that does the the voting. No, I think the
2: the Pro I Bowl, think the Bowl
1: NFL does, does it. Voted. Yeah, but I mean, you got to. Am I stupid? Like, if uh, yeah, the Pro Bowl does it. I'm pretty sure. But like, yeah, if uh, yeah. if enough people voted for like Oscar Shebel, he could be captain. And that doesn't make to, any sense.
0: Do you guys remember when that player overseas got the whole controversy? Con- I mean, it was kind of a controversy. The NBA had to change the way that they chose the All-Star selections because a player from overseas, um, he rallied his fan base from home and their entire country went to the polls every day on their website and voted every single day. And he got voted to, as an All-Star player um, and he was not an All-Star quality player. Uh, I forget the name off the top of my head. I should know this. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'll, I'll come back and say it if I remember his name. Um, but I remember that story. So they did, they have changed it in the past the way that the the stuff is voted for. Um, but yeah, I I definitely think that the format is interesting. I mean, let's be real. Derek white was about to get voted in. In my opinion, I don't think he's an all-star quality uh, player with the, with the talent that we have. I think that he's a great player, an outstanding player and the Celtics would fall apart without him, but that's just one player of an example. I think that if fan voting was 100, percent it, it probably would not be that good.
1: But like, looking at the starters, uh, let's all name one person we think got snubbed. Uh, we'll start with Coleman.
0: Jalen Brunson, number one overall. I I think that's ridiculous that Damian Lillard got over J, uh, Jalen Brunson. Uh, Jalen Brunson, he's been getting slandered. I saw Candace Parker was slandering him, and then made some sorry response afterwards, saying that it was something. And then he's been you know slandered for his height um he can't get it done uh i mean we're talking about a naismith college player of the year uh i mean uh, national champion right and and all these all these things and and he's been getting it done in the nba there's no other way to say it just because you don't have a ring doesn't mean you haven't been getting it done and to slander someone like that and to have damian lillard who quite frankly shouldn't i, I think he's an all-star he's not a starter guys i mean are you serious i mean the numbers to say it all I mean, he's not a first option on his team. Some could argue he's not a second option on his team. Uh, he hasn't lived up to expectations, in my opinion, for what the Bucks thought they were going to get. And that's my two cents. What about you guys?
1: Go
2: ahead, Brandon. Um, I, I can't really like think of someone that got snubbed. I I I like all of them, really. I mean, you could argue that Damian Lillard like isn't you know as good as he used to be. But I feel like that's like the only spot like where you would like take someone out besides
0: LeBron, but you can't take LeBron out. So yeah, no, I know what you mean. There's not really like I think they did. A, the fans did a pretty good job this year. It was um, like Tyrese Halliburton has been killing it. I don't know if he'll play because of
2: injury, but I still think he deserves to be a starter. I mean, the only sure. person I would see is Dame. But
0: Dame, Dame, the Dame is ridiculous. The, the fact that he got in it is, is it's outlandish. It's, it's slander slandering at, at its finest. Uh, and I, I think it's a disgrace to basketball
1: who gets in over Dane
0: Jalen Brunson.
1: Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just, I blanked there take for a take notes, second. Josh,
0: take notes My that.
1: I was I mean, going to say like, I mean, you got LeBron in there, not a good aging
0: player. I mean, where's Steph Curry at? I mean, he's better than LeBron. Right oh, okay. Now. No, I di- I completely disagree with that. I completely 1000% no, disagree like, with that.
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying like,
0: oh, okay. I think if I'm, you're going to put,
1: if you're going to sure. put LeBron in if you put lebron and curry's numbers out this year against one another who who wins that
0: i i mean i don't even i think it's i don't think it's that close actually i think lebron's been having a better season you think so <laughs> yeah i mean his team it's not much uh, better it, it, i mean oh not a much better season i think he's been having a better season i, I think steph curry the fact that he's um i mean lebron's a pretty pretty much like a lot older than him not a lot but when you get up there a, a day is a lot and and the fact that he's been able to have similar numbers and slightly better numbers um, when you look a lot, at a lot of the advanced stats, besides three-point shooting, obviously, because you can't really go against Curry with that. Uh, it's been insane. Um, and, you know, Curry, the, the Warriors have been a mess. They're not in the playoff contention run right now. I know it's early, but... Yeah, it, but is that
1: his fault?
0: Yes. Yes, it is his <laughs> fault. Yes, it is. Sorry
1: to No, it's not.
0: Yes, it is. I, I think that is his fault. Fu- How? It, LeBron carry... I don't want to get into this, but... LeBron the, carries. I'm saying LeBron carried his team when he had no one. Uh, yeah, he, when he
1: was like 18. Not
2: all right, 18. Bro, let's...
0: We get it, guys. LeBron oh, okay. is having a better year than Curry. Yeah, LeBron's Josh, having
2: better... All I'm trying to say... Who is your... Josh, who is your snub? And please don't say Devin Booker.
1: Uh, I wasn't going to say Devin Booker, but I will yeah. now... Uh. No, Devin Booker got snubbed, even though he hasn't played enough games. That I, I mean, I think he should play, should have played more games to play in it uh, as a starter. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Devin Booker. Now that you guys said not that's, to, I'm going to. That's just
0: that's just laughable. That's but just we'll great. keep going.
1: I'm I'm done. That's pretty much it for me.
2: Right. Okay. Uh, moving on from the All Star game, Coleman has a feel good story of the week he would like to talk about.
0: So. I do indeed. Uh, i think it's it's time we stop talking about the negative right i want to be positive on this podcast i want to talk about <laughs> feels good story of the week each and every week that we do this podcast i think it'd be a good you no, know, i think it'd be a good uh mood uplifter uh, a good uh energizer and and just brings overall good vibes to the story all right i'm getting into my hippie arc and, and i think uh what better way to start it off by know transitioning from something that was bad into something was that was good so the something that was bad this past week which we'll go over in a bit um actually right up after this is the uh tyler bass situation so the tyler bass situation um you could probably call it a disaster was his missed field goal uh, in the divisional round against the chiefs uh that kind of i'm just gonna say it it did blow the game for the bills um the chiefs own the bills in each and every way possible imaginable uh josh allen i think without Patrick Mahomes he's not even in his division it's, it's it's almost unbelievable how unfortunate it is for the Bills how they just can't get it done but we're not talking about that we're talking about Tyler Bass all right he missed a field goal uh that probably no that would have changed the game I don't know why I keep airing on the side of probably it definitely would have changed the game and um so you know he receives death threats as players do when they sell their team sell bets sell sell prayer, player pop, props uh sell player props and sell all these type of things you know NFL fans are ruthless um and yeah so he got attacked you know, he had to disable his social media, all these things. Uh, and he's actually involved with a with a cat rescue charity that, you know, went right to his rescue. They posted online about how he didn't deserve it, that he was a great guy. All these things that I'm sure are true. Um, I don't think all these guys that miss kicks are as bad as people on Twitter make them out to seem just because they miss a kick doesn't mean that they're a bad person. All right. Um, unless it's Blair Walsh and in, in, against the Seahawks in 2016. That's that's a different story. Uh, but. Uh, yeah so he he they they came quick to his defense um and they posted you know a link they have a link to to donate for people to donate money towards their uh cat animal shelter and stuff like that and that raised over 200 dollars, which is pretty outstanding i think it the total is at like 270 something now um but yeah and and what's even better was that this money came from both chiefs and bills fans you can see the comments on the donations and there's chiefs fans giving showing support saying that he you know he shouldn't be this uh you know, criticized for missing a kick, although it was pretty important. It's never that deep. It is just a game. And, uh, it's glad to see that it's glad to see that people can come together over that and, and donate some money to a good cause.
2: Yes. Way to put that, Coleman. That is a good story. Thank you. Thank you. feel bad for Tyler Bass and Bill's Mafia, as I did expect them that this would be their year, but this is just, you know, another thing that they'll have to learn on, I mean, and just put it behind them and hopefully they can use it as fuel for next year but um, yeah we'll see Josh you go ahead and just tell us who won the games and then you can just ask me and Coleman or you can share your own thoughts of you know what the outcome was and what you thought should have happened
1: yeah so I'm gonna start out in the AFC uh, the biggest blowout of the weekend uh, Ravens versus Texans uh, Ravens just do what they do you know big trust um, they pretty much Uh, killed C.J. Stroud's dreams. C.J. Stroud, nothing to hang his hat about. Had a great year. Texans had a great year. Uh, Great head coach. Uh, They'll be back here next year, that's for sure. Uh, You can bet on it. Put it it in the money lines. Uh, And then we had, of course, we just talked about the Chiefs-Bills game. Uh, Bills-Mafia, very upset. Uh, Like Coleman said, a lot of death threats go in Tyler Bass's way. Uh, Getting bullied online, which, I mean, just turn off your phone. My opinion on that, okay. but also like Coleman said, it's just a game at the end of the day. Uh, I know a lot of us fans, especially—I mean, I know I do—I get wrapped up in it and get really upset. Uh, but at the end of the day, these these people are people too. You know what I'm saying? They breathe and poop and pee just like me. I can't say that <laughs> they they breathe and they they do the same things we do every day. Common citizens, uh, they just do it at a higher
2: level, I guess. I'll start with the Ravens Texans game. Um, honestly. I didn't expect the Ravens to, like, do as good as they did. You know, many people chose the Texans to cover the 9.5-point spread, and um, the Texans only scored 10 points. The Ravens dominated, showing why they are the best team in the NFL right now. And um, unlike the 49ers, which Josh or someone will talk about, the Ravens didn't, like, show, like, a weakness. Um, They didn't have, like, any rust for sitting out two weeks. I mean, they really came out there and they played – and um, I wish C.J. Stroud will definitely be there again. Um, they just have to get more pieces, yeah, but C.J. Stroud is definitely going to be one of the future QBs and one of the best future QBs in this league. And um, as far as the Chiefs Bills game, I just I just feel bad for Josh Allen. Man, I mean, you can never count out Patrick Mahomes. Like this is definitely like his worst team that he's had in his Chiefs era. But um, he still yeah, finds find is
1: that the, like the Airster. Okay.
0: Killer was reference. Okay. Yeah,
2: um, There's definitely, I just like, you know, Josh Allen and like the bills. I mean, they just have like, not the bills, but Josh Allen just has like so much pressure on him to perform, not only for his like team, but for like the city of Buffalo. And like, he does it up to like a point, but then it's always like, you know, he's just three points, you know, shy of losing. Yeah. But I did see like a stat and Josh Allen, like in like games, like in like playoff games, he's outstanding. Like I'm, I think yeah. it was 300-plus, like, average for passing. QBR Maybe rating one, off the chart. One interception over, like, his playoff games that Matt – like, good ones. So, I mean, it's not him. It's his team. And, like, you know, if Tyler Bass makes that kick, it definitely – it's a tie game. The Chiefs still get the ball. Like, we don't know what happens. But, I don't know. I just – he always just seems to lose in an unfortunate way.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Okay, the NFC review – the 49ers beat the Packers. Um, the 49ers looked a little, you know, rusty coming off a two-week bye because they did sit their players week 18. Debo Samuel did get hurt. And um, the pack. this was, you know, I saw a thing. The Packers were beating the 49ers for 59 minutes out of 60 minutes, and they still lost. They just found a way to lose the game. And, I mean, that's another thing. Their kicker, the Carlson brother. He missed his kick, and he's had a bad year. Yeah, and I don't really think how kickers have a bad year when your job is to kick.
0: Okay, well, so, that's a little—that's a little crazy, in my opinion. It, I it's think not crazy. really. I mean, I think it's, it's really not.
1: You're kick Kicking is hard for us because we don't through.
0: practice. What's 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 the is there a problem with NBA like just corner specialists that just have a bad year shooting? Is there something yeah. wrong with that? Yes, I think I think only- that. What if you're
1: when Duncan Robinson got paid the big extension? And then he just went okay, on. That a that's straight. a fair
0: point. Sure. Yeah, but but everyone said that. But is that like, it, it's expected? I'm I'm just saying it's like it's not expected. It's, so it's as a it's kicker, like a normal you're thing.
2: expected to go out there and make it. Well, it was like a thirty to forty yarder. You're expect like 50 a 60 You know, he, he should have made point. the kick. have made
1: blocked, the kid. Unless it's blocked, it should go in.
0: Sure. Okay. I mean, I mean look yeah. at the look at the to an extent. Down at, to to an extent, it. Under 50, under 45, I think it should be a lock. No, under
1: 45 think, should be a guaranteed I think under lock. four. I think under 50 should be a lock at this point. Just look at all these kickers. Like, I mean, look at the Aubrey dude from in Dallas, dude. He went perfect all year, except he got one block. Like,
0: yeah. Oh, The think, jinx, I saw that live. That was rough. He came
1: out of nowhere. Like, yeah. I mean, I can get destroying to hit that field goal. Are you serious?
0: I think he could. We got to talk about that another he day. Would he, would he be make a good fit? I think he would. But yeah, let's move on to the last game beat uh lions and bucks game lions and bucks game josh yeah. you want to summarize that i know i know you're a pretty big bucks fan
1: well you know um uh, i root for the bucks now since brady was there but uh you know baker zimbabwe didn't get it all the way done for us i mean he had a pick at the end of the game his the first pick wasn't his fault sure okay it was it was a tip drill kind of thing and then cj gardner johnson has to talk his crap because he it landed in his freaking lap. He's like, I watch film. No, no you don't. You were just there. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> congratulations to the Lions. Not taking anything away from them. But like, um, I don't know. Like the first half, Tampa Bay had a terrible first half. I think both teams didn't have a great first half. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was 10 like, 10 going into halftime. Yeah, it was 10 10. Uh, then Bucks came out with a little bit of a spark, but the Lions recovered and they. They started running the ball really well with Jameer, uh, Jameer Gibbs and Jared Goff doing his thing, you know. And uh, we uh, the uh, the Bucks had a chance at the end, uh, like I said, but Baker just made the wrong read, getting pressured, uh, ended up in a pick. And, uh, yeah, there was some controversy, though, about us not using our last timeout.
0: Yeah, I saw they that. Talk- that was actually, that wasn't a thing, right? They didn't actually have a, to- a timeout, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they, they did have a timeout. I thought it was a glitch, a visual glitch. That's what I saw. Nah, well, they, they had, had a timeout.
1: They had okay. a timeout. Todd Bowles is just not a good head coach. And okay. you just can't I, kind I kind of agree.
0: I kind of agree. But well, yeah, so
1: congratulations to the Lions. Yeah. Uh they're gonna move on to San Francisco and lose. I mean Most that, that game was pretty that, that game was pretty much just to lose in the NFC championship. Like the winner yeah. gets to lose. So whatever.
0: But we'll see. I mean, there's there's always a chance. But yeah, yeah. that's
1: why, that's why we played the game.
0: As for the AFC Championship game, um, the Ravens and the Chiefs, I think that there's some good plot armor for the for the Chiefs. Unfortunately, I, I think it's a toss up. As much as people say the Ravens are favored, and there's making there's all these edits about Lamar Jackson ending the Taylor Swift reign and the uh, the Mahomes family reign. Uh, I, I still do think that the Chiefs have a good chance. For the sole purpose or for the sole reason that Patrick Mahomes is is him, there, Look, not, he's insane.
1: Coming from me. A UK fanatic, blue blood running through my veins right now. I'm rooting for Lamar Jackson, a Louisville Cardinal, to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know why? That's all because I to hate that. Patrick Mahomes, his brother, his wife, is okay.
0: That's that's crazy.
1: His tight end's girlfriend, all three of them are Satanists. I'm just kidding. Okay, no, but all three of them. I don't like. I don't like him. I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I really okay. don't like Travis Kelsey at this point. I mean, he's lost all faith in me. I like Jason. I don't like Travis. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I just I dislike him. I don't know what it is about Patrick Mahomes. Just the way he walks.
0: He oh walks, my! God. He, okay.
1: He walks like a boat. He has bowed legs, and his hips go waddle, waddle,
0: waddle. This sounds like heat goes, This hate goes deep.
1: It goes deep, man. Every time he walks off the field and he runs, jogs off like that, I'm like, dude, I hate this guy.
0: Okay, wow. Not even to mention, he
1: talks like Kermit the Frog. Let's oh, real he does, and he does. That's no, I mean that in the utmost respect to Patrick Mahomes and his ability. He gets it done when it matters, and, and I he's the best
0: player life. in the NFL, and arguably, he, in my opinion, the best quarterback in NFL history, talent wise. But that's, I mean, we can talent
1: wise, maybe. But yeah. not he's not the best. Sure, player in the I, NFL, I
0: didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't. But, I said. You know, I said in the NFL, but not all time, probably. So there's that. Yeah. So um,
1: you can just tell how deep the hate runs and uh for sure it's just tough.
0: Yeah. All right. Do you guys want to talk about our picks from last week? Just briefly our overall records, or I can go ahead and do that if you'd like. Yeah, go ahead. I, I wrote it all out. Um so last week, so last week Josh went five and five on his games. Brandon went four and six, and I went seven and three for um, and now we're at a running total of 11 and nine for Josh, which is 55%. He's tied with Brandon, also 11 for nine or 11 and nine and 55%. And then I'm 14 and six overall, 70% um, sec- success rate. You know, we're only two weeks in and here are our week three picks Again, so we're, oh, Hold again, on,
1: before we get to that. Hey, can I just want everybody to know my loyal fans that root for me every week. I'm going to do better. I promise. And uh, we're going to get this done. I
0: promise. Right, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. a message to, to Joshua Sykes Nation. Um, bless yeah. up. All right. So getting into the games on Friday, we have um, the Cavs at the Bucks, and all of us have the Bucks. And then likewise, we have the Thunder at the Pelicans also on Friday and all of us have the Thunder. Uh, I think that game could actually be pretty close. Same with the Cavs game. The Cavs are on a pretty good streak right now. Not a, just like overall 10 game streak. I think they've lost a few, but they've overall been in an upwards trending direction. Then on Saturday, we have the Clippers at the Celtics. All of us have the Celtics. I think the first discrepancy we have here is Josh also a game on Saturday, number seven, Kansas, travels to Iowa State, number twenty three ranked in the AP poll. Brandon and I both have Kansas, but Joshua, Joshua Sykes, he has other he has other plans. Josh, explain why you have Iowa State.
1: You know, Iowa State, good hot shooting team, especially at home. Uh I've watched many games or pretty much highlights. I don't really watch Iowa State games, but like highlights from the years past of like uh rushing the court at Iowa State. They're a big upset team. Uh I think Student section is going to show out. It's going to be a sought out crowd. And uh, Ames, Iowa is going to be rocking this weekend. Kansas coming to town. Uh, my biggest problem with this game and why I picked against Kansas. All right, so they, Kansas pretty much has three dudes Hunter Dickinson, uh, Kevin McCullough, which he's absolutely great when he's on, but when he's off, it's terrible. Uh, nice. KJ Adams is a good forward, but he's not really that good of a player. I mean, he's, he's a good uh, baseline guy. Get the ball to him. He jumps up and dunks it. That's pretty much what he is. True. Uh, not a good shooter. Juan Harris Jr. had one good game against Kentucky. It's when he's aggressive uh, and he can hit threes. But uh, he's very timid with the ball, and he doesn't really have his presence known. So really, Kansas, with those four guys, they have three that are actually good at playing basketball like at a time.
0: Sure. And yeah. they can't
1: find anybody off the bench to shoot. My thing is, until Kansas finds a solid five that can play consistently, uh, I'm pretty much looking for upsets all week. That's
0: what it is. That's fair. I, I like the pick, or uh, like the the. I like the boldness of the pick. I'll say I don't like the pick. Um, moving on, on. Sunday we have the Chiefs at the Ravens, our AFC Championship game. Um, and all of us have the Ravens, even though I think. I'm just doing the odds game. I really want to get this pick, and I think that the Ravens have the best chance of winning. But I would not be surprised at all. In fact, I think it's more closer to 51 to 49 than it is really anything else. I really think that it's going to be a close game. Um, I think the chiefs are just going to pull it out. Um, if, or I think the chiefs could just pull it out. Then we have the lions at the 49ers and Brandon, you know, old faithful sticking with his team, sticking with the lions. Uh, Brandon, why do you have the lions in this obviously 49ers favored matchup?
2: Well, let me, let me, let me backtrack first. Um, I, I went with the Ravens because of the curse of Josh Allen. That's why I went with the Lions, because of the curse of Kirk Cousins. Yes, sir. No team that Kirk Cousins has beaten has gone on to win the Super Bowl. and the- That's the best
1: thing Kirk Cousins has done in the playoffs ever.
2: It's and everything it's that loses to Josh Allen in the playoffs has not gone on to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's why I went with those. I mean, the Lions... Obviously, I'm not like Coleman. You know, if this was the Vikings, Coleman would choose the 49ers, and he would just—he's like—he sees it as a win-win situation. I do. Me, I'm a ride or die with my team. You know, if my team loses, I lose. And
0: um, you gotta respect well, that. So,
2: are you saying the line—if the Lions lose, you're gonna die? Well, I mean, I lose. Am this I point. hearing that
1: on air, though? Like, you gotta well, say yes or no to
2: that. Maybe like a part of me will die. Sure. sure. But... Darn. But no, I mean you can't i just have to stick with my team you know i was thinking about choosing against them but i've chosen them every time and they've won so you know maybe it's me that's winning for them i think it might so, be
0: you brendan i think it might be the wild cards podcast uh, that's but yeah. I was thinking. moving yeah, on on I, monday oh sorry
2: no i mean that's all i was gonna say i mean everyone's counting us out but i don't know i think we match up pretty good
0: okay on monday we got the wolves at the thunder um you know two top teams in the West. This is actually interesting. Uh, we all have the Thunder. I, I it's not really interesting to me because I, I know that I was going to I was going to pick the Thunder. The Wolves have been struggling as of late with maturity issues. Mike Conley, who is their 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 roots um, or sorry, their ground to to reality, really to anything of substance in their in their heads is been out for the past couple of games. I know he's getting old. He's kind of sore, you know, just typical vet stuff. Um, but I think the Thunder are really excelling right now with um, with Shea, Jim Williams, uh, J Dub, Chet. Um, all those guys. So I picked the thunder. We all have the thunder. And again, um, the next game we have the bucks at the nuggets and I say again, but I didn't see that Josh had picked the Bucks to win this game on the road. Why do you pick the bucks after the recent head coach change?
1: You know, I think, uh I, like I've said before on this podcast, I don't think a head coach makes a like big difference, especially like in the regular season okay. now, The postseason, maybe because talent is pretty much like, you know, I mean, talent pretty much is square everywhere you go nowadays, but, um, I just think the Nuggets, they're not a regular season team. So, like, Jokic, he's not playing right now. Like, I mean, he's playing, but, like, is he really? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, you know he'd much rather be with his horses right now. Uh, Giannis, true. I think i think he's trying to prove something. Giannis is, especially with his head coaching change, kind of proves something. I think Giannis is that kind of guy. And uh, Dame, uh, he's not playing his best, but I still think it's Dame, and he'll show up in big moments. Like, he has his whole career and uh yeah i just think that's how it goes
0: gotcha all right on tuesday we have the pacers at the celtics again another celtics game and again another game where we all have the celtics they won they had like 145 points tonight i mean they're on a roll they're the best team in the nba in my opinion not by far i don't think
1: tyrese is gonna play i don't think he's playing
0: Still hurt um so it, it it's pretty it's gonna be a going to be an interesting one but i think the celtics are going to pull it out well i guess we all do and then on wednesday our last game of the week we have the nuggets at the thunder a lot of nuggets a lot of thunder a lot of celtics this week um and all we all have the thunder actually um so the nuggets traveling to okc we all think that they are going to fall um so yeah that's our last game of the week um and without further further ado i think that's going to do it for our um our podcast today i want to thank all of you guys for coming out um you know josh and brennan you guys included um we had to change our date of recording for this one with classes and stuff, but we're still going to get it out on our scheduled time as usual. Um, so all that, All with all that said, I, I want to appreciate all you guys. Uh, make sure to check out our social medias. Go to Instagram and then look up show wildcards and you'll find our social media. There's a link tree in there. Where you can find the links to pretty much everything wildcards. Um, so go ahead and do that. And, and unless Josh or Brandon, you guys have anything to say, um, I think it's a peace out from me. Thank you guys.
1: I appreciate y'all showing up. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for listening.